Hey, uh, welcome all to uh, Saga Space. This is Joe. Um, I'm here cozied up with some coffee. And uh, yeah, I haven't done, a, done one of these in a minute. Uh, but hopefully I will um, start coming back out with them at least once a week. Um, just need to get down to it. I'm in a new place now. So the whole move thing that unsettled me uh, for the last few months, that's all that's all taken care of. So I have no more excuses. So I just finished today's story up and recording with music. Um, took me a grand total of, I don't know, three and a half hours. Uh, yeah, maybe four hours. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't count it. I think three and a half. So... I gotta finish this up before my wife gets home and I can't record in peace anymore. So, um, yeah. Thank you, anyone who's been listening in my absence of recordings. I've been seeing the numbers go up occasionally and I have no idea why. I haven't done an update in a while. So thank you, whoever that is that's doing those downloads. That's very fun, very nice. It makes me feel like somebody out there is interested if only to download and listen for five seconds so thanks so much for that i will continue on with my day and your day and uh everyone welcome this is skimming stones i hope you enjoy skipping stones down at the lake has always been my escape the moment my parents first took me down here as a child I felt an instant connection to this body of water, beyond any other place I'd been before it and since. My father showed me how to identify the perfect stone, one with the ideal combination of flatness, width, and weight, which would allow for the perfect mix of skimming capability and momentum to go the distance. My mother, on the other hand, was better at technique. She'd fold her arms around me and guide me through the necessary arm movements leg stance and release. Felt more like a golf swing than a rock toss. To this day, I can't throw it as well as I could when she guided my form. I can go further now, sure, but the grace and natural release aren't there in the way that she helped me deliver as a child. Every time I throw it, I can feel her behind me, but I can't remember the movements exactly. Just like I can't find the stones my father would have found, his perfect balanced discs elude my eyes, and I can't help but wonder if he plucked every single exemplary stone from the shores so many years ago, before he and Mom were both gone. It's cold out here. I can see the vapors of my breath cloud around me and wisp away in the morning wind. I kick off my boots and socks, carefully balling and placing them in my boots to keep them dry along the lake edge. The hairs on my toes stand up in the chill morning light, and I stifle a shiver from the icy stones beneath my feet, soaking the warmth of my body down through my soles into their freezing solid bodies. I know it's odd to go barefoot out here during this time of year, but nostalgia is a powerful force. I close my eyes, and I can feel heat ebbing out of the recesses of my mind, warming the icy stones under me baked by a summer sun decades gone, immortalized in the neurons of my memories, 
the heat of the day encased in sparks of brain activity and imagination. I take a breath and take a step, plunging my feet in the icy cold lake water. It shocks me out of my childhood right back to reality. I can't help but step back quickly, cursing under my breath and chuckling to myself. Mind over matter only goes so far in some cases. I smile and sit down on the pebbles of the beach, staring out over the lakefront, watching the ripples of my submersion and retreat run across the still water, disturbing the glassy surface temporarily before the waves weaken and fade, returning it once again to a perfect reflection of forest, mountains, and sky. I close my eyes and listen to the calm wind rustle through pine, maple, elm, hickory, and oak trees around me. I didn't come out here as often in the winter as a child, so I don't recognize the sound of muffled silence and scraping branches, which rebound on my ears now. Absent is the sound of millions of leaves, songbirds, and buzzing insects milling around in vibrant unison and chaos. Even still, the sound that finds me now is comforting. It's without the rush of everyday life, without the artificial sounds of traffic, construction, creaks of buildings, appliances, and everything else. I know escaping to nature for a temporary sense of peace from the world is cliché, but it's true regardless. This ambient stillness, but for the wind and trees, is comforting on a level I can't seem to find in my apartment or city park. It makes the air taste cleaner and feel crisper. Again, I don't know if this is the nostalgia kicking in, a predisposed idea of how nature is good for my health according to some health magazine, or if I'm experiencing honest-to-goodness scientific fact. I just know it feels better than most other places, and it keeps me yearning for it every time I close my eyes in a moment of calm betwixt my daily rush. I feel the stones under my hands and graze my fingers through the bunches of them, keeping my eyes shut and listening to the world around me. I feel some that are too small, some too square or rectangular, different geometric shapes which would be unwilling to graze the surface for longer than a skip or two. My thumb spies the edge of a stone and rubs along its surface one, two, then three inches slowly curving. I dig through to it with my thumb and forefinger and bring it up to my eyes, rubbing off excess dirt and microscopic minerals. It's a small disc-shaped stone, flat and wide, almost three inches in diameter, and rounded just enough that it could be an ideal candidate for a fling. I smile to myself and get up quickly, clutching the stone excitedly. I peer out over the water's crystalline surface then down at the disc in my hands. I cup it in my right hand between my thumb and forefinger and close my eyes, going back again to summers by the lake with my parents. I feel my mother's arms once again wrapped around my small body, holding my arms and guiding me into form and posture. I open my eyes and aim out toward the center of the mirror surface, move my legs shoulder width apart, aim my left shoulder toward the target, bring my arm back, then, with a sudden sense of confidence and childlike exuberance, I fling my arm forward, flicking the disc, using my forefinger to deliver a final touch of backspin to produce the maximum flight and skimming effect. The stone darts out toward the lake, 
and hits the surface quickly and cleanly, like a needle entering a sweater, rapidly sinking under the surface. My heart drops as I process what I just witnessed. Then, just as quickly, I stand back and let out a boisterous guffaw, amused at my own mistake and ridiculous excitement. In all my eagerness, I completely misjudge the angle and strength of the throw, sending my perfect little disc into a downward, doomed spiral. I lower my head and shake it in amused disappointment. Sorry, guys. Maybe next time. I say aloud to nobody. I sit back down and stare out over the lake, then begin to put my socks back on. My toes are chilly, and nostalgia can only do so much to warm me up. The end. <laughs>